What's up, everyone? It's episode 51 of the BCG Podcast. I'm here with uh, AO's Joe. What's up, y'all? Uh, it's Zayana, and uh, we have a few topics for today. Starting off with um, none other than the Lakers. Um, there's, their troubles are continuing. Uh, Lonzo Ball and Ingram are reportedly out for the rest, uh, rest of the season. Don't have too many more games to go. I think we're um, Five weeks away from the uh, NBA playoffs, so don't don't yep. have any more games to go. So they've also limited LeBron James' minutes for the rest of the uh, season, which I kind of figured was going to happen since they're not going to the playoffs. They want to make sure that he stays, um, you know, up and ready for you know uh, uh, next season comes around. Yeah, but exactly, yeah. As far as their troubles, they're continuing. Uh, you know, like Lonzo Ball and Ingram are out. Uh, they at first Lonzo Ball was reportedly supposed to be coming back, but I guess now they see they're not. They have no, you know, they're not going to make the playoffs. What's the purpose of him running and getting back on the court if you know he could be pre- preparing for the next season and trying to rehab and get his um get his uh get that? I think it's his leg that he that uh is having the issue. But if anything, they'll be back next year. Um, I don't. But the thing is, I don't know if he'll be back in a Lakers uniform next year because Kyrie Irving and Anthony Davis are two people that they're kind of um, eyeing at. I know Anthony Davis is one, um, and I know he kind of wants to be with the Lakers as well to play with LeBron. Now, yes. Kyrie Irving has also said that he doesn't mind um, going and rejoining LeBron to play. You know, he doesn't mind playing with LeBron again. So, you know, he's having his issues with the Celtics. I don't see the Celtics really um, keeping him after the season, I'm going to be honest, just because there's so much turmoil going on in the locker room with him and the younger players. And he's a young player, too. He's only 26, well, 27. Um, but this is kind of like there's just so much going on. Why would you keep a player like that? I mean, I feel like they were just fine when he wasn't there. And they also went all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals without him. And I feel like if you look at – if I'm a coach – or if I'm a GM or somebody, I'm paying attention to how my team played the year before when he wasn't there. They didn't have Gordon Haywood as well. So they really were they really didn't have, you know, the players that they were supposed to have at that time and they were able to go all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I think if I'm a coach or if I'm a GM, I'm paying attention to that and I'm saying to myself, Well, one of these guys gotta go. Either it's Gordon Haywood or it is Kyrie Irving. One of them. Kyrie Irving is an all-star. He is he's Kyrie Irving, of course, and he, he still has a lot left in the tank. He's 27 years old. I mean, he can be there, you know, who knows for the next maybe, I'll say about seven years, six years, if, if uh, you know, if, that, if he decides to stay. But I don't think he's going to stay with Boston. What do you think? No, I don't think he's going to stay with Boston either. Um, I definitely agree with you that the that the Celtics have a really good uh, young core, and they got to really focus on those guys rather than Kyrie, somebody that's um, kind of already there, and he has his game and his style already set. So <clears throat> they got to really focus on building the team and, folk, and improving the team on the young guys that are there. 
now because, like you said, they did go to the Eastern Conference Finals last year without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. Both of those guys were down. So um, they they can definitely do it again. And I think it would be perfect to see Kyrie go and join back up with LeBron or even, dare I say, go to the Knicks. Uh, I would love to see him come back and play with LeBron, but if he goes to the Knicks, that would be an interesting setup for him as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just, you know, my whole thing is, you, to me, it's. <laughs> I mean, they. Kyrie's already won his championships. He really is not even probably on a stake to win anymore. He probably don't care. He probably just wants to hoop. And um, you know, I just feel like him wanting to be the man is always going to be an issue, whatever whatever team he goes to. So at this point, he just needs to go to a team that needs him bad enough to where he can literally do whatever he wants. He'll, yeah, he that's the. He that's why I think the Knicks would do it. Yeah, the Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks would be like right up there with what what he wants to do, and I think he wants to go to New York. I think he wants to be there because, like you said, he wants to be the man. And you know, I, I just feel like at this point, he's kind of just he wants to just play basketball, and I think that could be a that could be a good thing. But you also wanting to be the man and wanting to play basketball, it's kind of just like you know. You got to think about it. There's players in the Celtics right now. They ain't won a championship. So, really, they yeah, want a championship. Yeah. They're really wanting whatever's going on in the locker room to be fixed ASAP. When you got a guy, um, you know, in the locker room also saying, Kyrie, saying, hey, I just want to play. I don't care. You know, I just want to hoop. It, it's just, you know, I just feel like he's just not a mix him right now, and he needs to go. Like, that's just, that's just the whole thing. <laughs> he needs to really um, leave Boston. But he can continue to just play and hoop if he wants to. Go to a team that's sucky. So all you got to do is just play and hoop, and you don't have to worry about championships. Because if you go to the Knicks, you're just going to be rebuilding, helping rebuild their team. They will not, I don't think, even if they get Kyrie Irving. Now, it's different if they get Kevin Durant, which a lot of people feel like that possibly won't happen. They don't see Kevin Durant doing that. But you never know. We we I didn't think he was going to go to the Warriors, but he did. So <laughs> That's true, yeah. And goes to the Knicks, then possibly they could potentially be a playoff team. I mean, and actually not even potentially. They should be a playoff team next year. Um, if Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are able to get together and, um, and, and why, then, yeah, they should be a playoff contender. They should be a team to go to the playoffs. But yeah. if, Kyrie, if Kyrie just goes by itself, or say if KD just goes there by itself, it's not going to happen. Because Katie doesn't have the he doesn't have the built to to will a team like LeBron. He might think right, he does. right. Now Kyrie, and you see what LeBron's going through with the Lakers right now. We thought they were if we thought they were going to be a playoff team, but they, you know, we see what happened with them. So Kyrie <laughs> definitely don't got it because all he wants to do is hoop, and all he's trying to do every time you see a game is just. Getting his stats up. That's just my opinion on Kyrie Irving. I don't think he cares too much about trying to win games. If he was scoring 40 points, 50 points a game, he wouldn't care if his team was losing. I'm just being honest. I think Kyrie Irving is that kind of player. Unfortunately, I think he's that kind of player, and I feel like that's why they're in the position they're in. He wants to be the man so bad. He just wants to hoop. He's not caring about winning any games. That's why they're in a situation. That's why they're losing, and players are upset with him in the locker room. Um, so not too sure how that's going to go. Um, you know, 
maybe I know this is going to be a hectic summer though because I I know a lot of players are probably going to be leaving their teams and I honestly think Kevin Durant is going to leave but I'll see what happens we don't know yet I, I think if the Warriors don't win then he's going to leave but if they win he's going to stay yeah that, just, that's my opinion on it if like if they end up winning another another championship then he has no reason to leave at that point right he wants to win championships well yeah. Good luck to him, but um, we'll definitely be having our podcast going on. We'll definitely have our podcast going on during the summer, so when it does pop up, as soon as it happens, we're going to be right here. Yeah, right yeah. <laughs> for audio, we're going to be right here letting y'all know how we feel about it. So, um, you know, like I said, it's going to be a crazy summer for the NBA and these uh, these moves that a lot of players are going to be making. So um, I guess we just have to wait and, you know, wait and see what happens. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, on to the next. Marvel could be doing a Blade reboot with Wesley Snipes. Now, Blade was one of my favorite movies as a kid, so I'm definitely all for this. I think it's, uh, I think it'll be great. And just because Wesley Snipes will possibly be in it, um, yeah, I'm down for it. And is, is, is this a movie or is this – I know – I, I didn't know was Blade a TV show. I could have thought Blade was. Yeah, a movie. they did. They they had um, well, it started out as a movie, and then they made it like a few TV show spinoffs. Oh, they had yeah. a cartoon so, and all that stuff. To be it. honest, it started I, out as a movie. Yeah, I didn't look at it either. That's why I didn't know about it. So to be honest, if they're doing a TV show, I'm probably not here for it. But if they were redoing it, they were making another movie. Um, I I would definitely be down for them to do a remake or a second or whatever, you know, anything like that. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm here for the TV show. I mean, because well, I'm not, like, I like how they do with the Netflix shows. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm not, I don't like, I'm not even big on TV shows right now. I don't, I don't even watch TV really. So, you know, just to, you know, hear that, I'm really not down for that. Uh, I would much rather them possibly do something like a movie a second movie or something, but doing an actual TV show, that's not a go for me. And even right now, Boomerang, they put Boomerang on BT, and it's not as, you know, I watched maybe like one episode of it, and I was like, leave the, leave the classic alone, because <laughs> it never works. It never works, so... Um, I, I kind of enjoyed the, the boomerang. Um, like, it was kind of hard for me to get into it in the beginning, but I had to realize, like, they're not recreating it from the movie. It's kind of like a continuation of it since it's their kids. Like, it's, it's supposed to be um, Eddie Murphy and Halle Berry's kids and then Roger Gibbons' kids. So it's like from from that perspective. That's what, like, because it turned me off at first when I'm like, oh, they're trying to remake it? No, nah, I don't want to see it. And then I watched it and really understood what it was about. So it's, it's cool. It's kind of slow to get into, but I still really like that, and I think they'll do good. They just got to really push it because the, the acting on it's a little slow. Yeah, so, um, but, yeah. so, yeah. But I'm hyped, I'm hyped to see them, if they're going to do a Blade reboot and put them into this particular Marvel Cinematic Universe, since he, he kind of, well, no, he did. He jump-started the Marvel Cinematic Universe 20-plus years ago with the first Blade movie, like, in, what, 98. That mm-hmm. was the first Marvel movie. So they definitely got to give him his props and put him into this universe so he can interact with all the Avenger characters, Spider-Man, Black Panther, all that stuff like that. So I think it's cool to kind of put him into that universe. And also, I think it's only right that if they are going to do it, that they have Wesley Snipes be a part of it. He doesn't have to play the play again because he's like 50-plus now, but 
if he still wants to be a part of it, directing it, and have a different role or something like that, it's definitely important that they keep him as a part of it, too. Because if it wasn't for him, then they wouldn't have the universe. Yeah. So, yeah, might not be too too hype about it. But, I mean, if it happens, it happens. Um, it should be good. But I probably won't watch it, <laughs> just to be honest. Um, so the next topic we have, uh, Baby Fat and FUBU um, relaunching, relaunching. Um, now you said FUBU had already had some caps collections dropping. Yeah, uh, yeah, about, for, for the last two years they've been kind of doing a few little drops. They bought okay. out some FUBU jerseys, um, they re-bought out the FUBU hat, um, and then they did a collaboration with Puma last year and did a, um, FUBU slash, uh, Puma Clyde edition, and they bought like a tracksuit out, they bought the Puma Clyde out with like the Fugu branding and stuff on it um, last year. So they've been doing a lot. Um, and I, I'm thinking now they're really trying to come out with a full collection versus just a few pieces here and there. They're going to kind of do a, a whole run this time. Which, yeah. And I think that's really cool because Fugu's been extremely important to the culture, what it, what it set up for us in the 90s and the early 2000s. And what it means to us today with, with all these fashion houses doing blackface and just really – tarnishing and diminishing everything that we fought for as as people, but people still go out and support them at the end of the day, and Fubu's sitting there saying, hey, you know, we're a black brand, we're here, and you know, well, I think we that's I think that's, I think that's part of the plan, like, I think they kind of know right now, like, how do you, because I've never been the type of person that really care too much about these brands anyway, but uh, I think they kind of see that, and they're probably like, hey, well, we just need to get our stuff in line so we can bring all those same people over here to us. And all exactly. our people and African-Americans that we love, when we want them to wear our stuff, not only that, it makes it even better because it's a black-owned business. So it's yep. even better because it's like, I mean, you can help your people, and you could, sh- why not? It's Google, it's classic. So it's just like, I mean, I'm definitely going to have some pieces when they drop it. And um, as far as also with BCG brand, I'm going to be doing some stuff for the summer with, like, hats, shirts, and stuff. So I'll definitely get you laced with some gear and stuff like that. So like Yeah, that's going to be dope. Yeah, so, like, I mean, with people really are trying to make some moves. And as far as the FUBU thing goes, I'm definitely going to be down. Um, I'm definitely going to be rocking some stuff. And baby fat as well. I'm definitely going to be rocking some baby fat, too. I mean, um, well, I might have a hat or something, but I might not do that, but. <laughs> Uh, baby, baby fat was never really one of my favorites, you know. It was, it was never really one of my favorites, but you know, stuff like that is just important to the culture. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So you know, just just showing the, uh, you know, showing the love instead of going out and buying three hundred dollar sneakers from you know these designers that don't even really want you wearing their stuff or however more how, how much of a money uh, however much money you're paying because I know these people go out. You know, they go so hard for these brands that don't even want you wearing their stuff. It's like it's kind of backwards to me because I've never understood that. But that was made up, that was more of my reasoning of uh, creating BCG brand because it was, you know, it was very obvious that even then, and I, I, I tried to create that. Like um, I had been on that whole wave like two years ago. So, you know, I, I really want to start getting it up and running and, and launching for real so we can ha- hopefully have some stuff um you know, in store for this summer. But, yeah, I think the whole baby fat and fubu thing is great for the culture, definitely. And uh, I think everybody should support it. I I agree. I def- definitely believe a lot of people need to come out and support that. And I'm excited to see where it goes and um, 
hopefully in this climate that where everyone is switching and going back to being uh, black-owned and wanting to, wanting to support our black businesses, that it sticks this time versus, you know, um, it, it kind of just being here today and going tomorrow. Yeah, and I mean, I think this is like uh, motivation for like people who have their businesses and especially black people who have their stuff. You know, I I think it sucks so much because people, they will only support it when it gets popping and hot. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, just to mention, we have a rapper now, right now, that's coming out of Charlotte's name is The Baby. And I've heard Mm -hmm. of him, I've heard of him for a long time. I've, uh, heard him, and I know his name was, like, Baby Jesus before, but I've heard, right. I've heard people talking about him, and what's so crazy is he had to really shoot a guy for people to actually start paying him attention. That's that's what's so crazy to me. You know, it wasn't necessarily the, it wasn't necessarily fully the music. It was more of it being the hype around the shooting, of him shooting a man in the Walmart that really allowed people to say, oh, crap, let me go listen to this this rapper because he actually shot a dude. So I'm going to go listen to him because he's actually talking, he's actually about what he's probably talked about in his music. And it gives you more street cred when stuff like that happens, unfortunately. Now, it's not something that I would look at and say, oh, that's, you know, that's awesome because I'm definitely not here for violence, regardless of whatever it is. But when you're defending yourself, it's different. And right, I feel right. like, you kind of see how people are. You know, you really have to get on on some some level. But he's really blowed up. He's really blowing up now, as far as people knowing him all over uh, the world. And it's not just Charlotte. It's people that knows him. You know, everywhere he's getting played on yeah, the radio. Exactly. And I think you know, I think that's that's great. And I but it also shows you again that people will only sometimes show you that attention when. You know, they only show you the attention when you really start getting popping, and I, I guess, and that's that's kind of how I look at his situation because I've heard of him for so long, and he's been in Charlotte. I think the whole thing is your hometown really has to back you first before other people do. And exactly. I think now that he has Charlotte backing him after the situation of the Walmart shooting, now he's really getting a lot of press, and it's great to see somebody just coming out of Charlotte doing some good stuff, you know what I'm saying, they're not, you know, he's not the only rapper that's in Charlotte that's doing good stuff, but he's one of the notables at this moment, and um, he's it's his moment right now as far as uh, getting out there, so I wish him the best of luck, um, you know, like I said, it's just more, it just, it just shows you that uh, you really just have to do something to give you that buzz, I guess, and that, yeah. I hate that whole situation with what got in the bus, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> every time I think about it, I'm just like, wow. So he really had to shoot somebody to really just start getting that, that, um, that attention. And that's, it's crazy. Cause he had always, he, I think he had always been on, like he had always, like when you go listen to his older stuff, he had always been like rapping, rapping like that. So it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm not too sure why it took this long, but, uh, it takes long sometimes for people to catch up. Um, is there anything you want to say about that, Pip? Um, no, I just I'm glad he's getting his his shine now. Like I like I said, I've heard of him for about five years now, so it's really good yeah. that he's getting his shine. So right. hopefully he keeps keeps this momentum, keeps putting out some good stuff, mm-hmm. and you know he can take it to the next level. Yeah, hopefully. And I I like I said, he's he's creative too. So I've watched one of his uh, videos. He's very creative. Yeah. So I think that's really going to take him over the mark. Because like I said, I think I did the interview uh, 
but I recently did my first cover story with Tory Lane. And in the interview, I actually asked him when a rapper or somebody has creativity, could that take them from a strong five to a strong 10? And he said, yes, absolutely. And I think that's, that's sort of, and I'm not saying that little baby is a five or a 10. I'm saying as far as his creativity goes, Somebody will watch his his video and say, "I want to listen to more of him," just based on the creativity. based on the video, definitely. Yeah, based it, it on elevates the, the, the level, video. right? Like creativity is a is a big thing. Like you have to be creative. Like even um yesterday, Timberland, uh, it was his birthday, and I realized when I watched a lot of the um when I looked at a lot of the videos and songs he had produced, a lot of the videos were creative as far as like Ludacris, Missy Elliott. Even you had um, Jay Z, his Big Pimpin' video. He did because yeah. he he produced Big Pimpin' as well. But a lot of the artists that he worked with had like creative juices, and they were like, they were really like the videos are really creative, especially on uh, Rollout for Ludacris. So I was just like, you know, that creativity, man, like it'll really take you. It'll really help. It'll really um help your your uh help people view you view you as a different artist in, in today's era because. People don't get it. Like being creative and not being of the norm can really help you a lot. I agree, especially in in where streaming is kind of king now. To kind of separate yourself just from like, oh, okay, I got this new shoes, I got that new shoes. But somebody had actually put out a complete creative package where they have a creative video and then they do different things for their shows that they're not the same. It kind of separates them from somebody that's just out trying to get the stream. Right. So, yep, um, so off to our last topic, Aretha Franklin's biopic with uh, Jennifer Hudson will be, she'll, or Jennifer Hudson will be starring Aretha in a new biopic that's set to release um, in 2020. I'm excited about that because I think Jennifer Hudson is probably the best woman to play her. Also, too, she had in um, last night, Aretha Franklin had the tribute in L.A. It was a yeah. Grammy tribute. And um, so many people performed. Her performed Celine Dion, Alicia Keys, SZA, um, who else? Um, so many women performed. Andre Day, um, uh, Poe and Halle, uh, who else? I'm, I'm lost. There were so many people, though. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a, a really good lineup. Yeah, Janelle Monet also performed. Um, so, yeah, I loved every performance. Everybody did great. Um and yeah, I think Aretha Franklin is the best person to play her because she she did she she went up first for her songs and her songs that she killed them knocking them apart. So um, yeah, she's gonna do great playing her in uh, in the biopic, and she was also handpicked by Aretha Franklin to do it, so it makes it even better. Um, so I'm really excited about watching that, and just so crazy, Aretha Franklin had so many hits, like so many hits of songs that are sampled right now that people probably don't even know. Are her her original songs like her original tracks? Um, so I learned some stuff yesterday while watching a tribute, and yeah, so I think I think it's important that we do that. People do those tributes to not not only when an artist passes, but while the artist is still alive, so you can kind yeah. of honor them and let them know that their music has affected um, culture and is still kind of relevant today as well. Just like you like you mentioned, there's so many samples that exist just based off of Rita Franklin's music. So I agree that those uh, tributes are very important. Yeah. For that. Yep. Um and they're also going to be doing another, which is good because we need this. They will on April twenty first they will be doing a Motown tribute. So I just can't okay, wait. Okay, yeah. Definitely. 
who they pick for that because that's going to be phenomenal and that's going to be great. And yeah, that's that's going to be good. So uh, well, hopefully, hopefully it won't be J Lo again. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. They won't even come close to picking her. But that's the thing. Like I'm so happy that they're actually just doing it over because yeah. that wasn't a good look for Motown. That's just my opinion. no, not at all. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm glad, like you said, that they're redoing it and going to be, they're going to be, uh, they're deciding to, you know, do a whole new thing. So, yep. Um, that's pretty much it for this uh, episode 51. Is there anything else you want to say, Joe? Um, no, that, that was it. All right. Yeah, so that's all I got. Episode 51 of the BCG Podcast. We'll be back for episode 52 um, next week. And like we said, hopefully these Lakers um, can get them another piece this summer. Yeah, definitely. They they got to grab something in free agency. Maybe check out some of the, some of the guys in the in the G League and uh, you know do do more development there. It's, it's obvious that some of these guys won't stick. So LeBron can't trade the team just to get one player. You got to work with the guys that you got now. Yeah, but you know what I'm gonna say. My Warriors are already doing well. They just got to. Uh, get prepped for the playoffs and we are gonna be fine. Like I'm I'm just excited for I'm just excited for playoffs to start so I can start seeing uh Curry go off. And Durant too, but hopefully he's um he's he's back with you know, he's back. I know he just got injured, so hopefully he's Yeah, back. I, I think I think he'll probably still probably take this month and maybe the first round. They'll probably allow him to stay out for the rest of the remainder of the season and, and be so he can be fresh and ready for uh, playoffs. That'll, yes, that'll be the smartest thing for them to do. So he won't, you know, injure anything else. But, yep, uh, that's pretty much it. So um, thank you, Joe. And we'll yeah, be thank back you. See you next week. Thank you, guys. All right, peace.